G'day, Troy Dane from WP Elevation, and welcome to episode 54 of the WP Elevation podcast. Our feature guest this week is Ryan Sullivan from WP Sitecare. In this episode, Ryan is going to share his personal motto with us, which is bust your ass. In other words, uh, work hard. Work harder than you've ever worked before. That's the only way to build a a uh, successful WordPress-based startup. He's also giving away a free flagship T-shirt and a flagship theme. The theme itself is valued at $199, and that is an interesting topic of conversation in and of itself, and we will explore why Ryan is selling themes for $199 when everyone else is selling them for 50 bucks or maybe $90. Bucks. Um, there's a lot of gold and a lot to learn from Ryan in that uh, subject alone. So stick around for details on how you can enter that competition. This is a great episode. I didn't know much about Ryan before uh, I hooked up with him on this podcast, but he's definitely inspired me and he shares a lot of great uh, value in this episode. So I hope you can stay with us. Let's elevate. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. This episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by Video User Manuals. The original, the only, the best way to teach your clients how to use WordPress. If you're building websites for clients on WordPress, uh, you should be using the Video User Manuals plugin to teach your clients how to use WordPress once you hand those sites over. It puts over 60 video tutorials in your client's WordPress dashboard. You probably know all this by now, but I'm going to go through the motions and tell you anyway. Um, it also teaches you your clients how to use WP SEO by Yoast and WooCommerce. Of course, you can turn any of the videos on or off. You can rebadge them and put your own logo on them. You can add your own custom videos for custom post types like testimonials or staff profiles, for example. You can also set it up just the way you like it and save your master profile so the next time you install it on another client site you just tick a button hit save and you're done it really is quite uh, fantastic if i don't say so myself and ridiculously you can get it for one dollar for your first month to try it out take it for a spin on some client sites and let it loose in the wild and see how it really performs of course it is then 24 dollars a month after that that price is bound to go up very soon so i'd get it uh if it still is that price, I'd get it while you can. Uh, learn more at wpelevation.com slash VUM or go to videousermanuals.com and click on the Getting Started button and get started. All right, my elevation tip this week is bust your ass. Actually, it's Ryan's elevation tip. Uh, what does that mean? Well, when I was at Pressnomics last year, a man by the name of Bill Ballou stood up. I've had him on the podcast and he said something that really resonated with me so much so. Um, he said, you know, when you're tired, your competition is tired and they will stop and your job is to keep going. Uh, you know, he, he said, I'm 60 years old. I'm twice as tired as anyone in the room and I'm still working twice as hard. Uh, so, you know, it's about longevity. It's about quality. It's about quantity. It's about going the distance. So his whole theory is blogging uh, for positioning and blogging through, co you know, for content marketing. And he says that the trick to blogging is to put out a lot of great, a lot of great quality content. So quantity and quality and just never stop, just keep going. So the tip this week really is if you're not getting the results that you want, then ask yourself if you're working hard enough or if you're just goofing off on Facebook like we do sometimes here in the office. And if you are working really hard, ask yourself what you're working on and whether or not those are the best activities you should be doing in the business. We're going to learn a lot about that and more from Ryan Sullivan at WP Sitecare. And he's giving away some goodies, which is always fabulous. So stick around for details on that. Uh, without further ado, let's go and meet Ryan Sullivan. G'day, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation. And I'm very pleased to have with me all the way from Salt Lake City in Utah, Ryan Sullivan from WP Sitecare. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I'm good, Troy. How are you? Good, man. Thanks for joining us on the show. Um, before we talk about uh, site care and some other exciting things that Ryan's got coming up, a quick competition announcement. Ryan has very kindly uh, sponsored a flagship T-shirt and a flagship theme when they launch, which is going to be very soon. That prize is valued at $250. Stick around for details on how you can enter the draw to uh, win that prize a little bit later on. Hey, Ryan, before we talk about all things WordPress and start geeking off, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, when I was a kid, I was actually, I saw the show notes, I was thinking about this quite a bit, and 
when I was a kid, I was convinced I was going to be a professional athlete, and that didn't pan out real well. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm glad I had more brains, uh, you know, in the reserves there somewhere because a uh, professional athlete was not not in the cards. Did you did you go down that road at some point? Were you like pursuing it? Did you have a particular sport or? No, you know, I think it was more of a pipe dream. You know, Bo, uh, when I was growing up, Bo Jackson was playing football and baseball, and uh, I uh, he, he was kind of like my sports idol. I grew up a huge sports fan, but you know, as far as genetics were concerned, uh, they they didn't they weren't really in my favor. So, uh, so yeah, it, nothing I really ever pursued very seriously at all. But it was uh, I, I I really think it for quite a while. I was sure that's how you know where I was going to end up. And uh, when did when did you discover the web and and think oh there's something in this there's I want to spend a bit of time in front of a computer? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I was young. I was probably uh, twelve or thirteen years old when it was brand new. And um, my parents aren't technological. You know, the, the, that's not really their thing at all. But for some reason, I remember being one of the first kids on the block with a dial-up connection and. I connected with some kids at school who, you know, they had internet and it was a big deal. And we weren't browsing. Uh, this was before you browsed the web, you know. We were hacking BBSs and posting to bulletin boards. And, uh, you know, that was that was my real early career. And we, we were all sure, you know, we're going to be hackers and all this kind of thing. And, um, that So I got started, you know, relatively early on the web and... Uh, you know, the rest is history, I guess. Did you find, I actually remember, it's a very similar uh, story to, to when I started. I remember discovering the, the web before Netscape Navigator. And I think it was all back then, it was all like, you know, chat rooms and bulletin boards. And did you kind of feel like that you'd unlocked a, a, a secret door and kind of entered this amazing community that of like-minded people? Absolutely. Um, it very much felt like a secret club to some degree. And, you know, Back in those days, you, interesting things would happen. Like um, payphones were still totally the norm, and so um, you know you'd find unlock codes for payphones. They they all had some digital code that would trigger free minutes or whatever. And uh, so we all thought you know we'd share these these codes and we'd make phone calls to each other from payphones. And you know we really felt like we were like living in the underground. Uh, it, it was just like. I mean, looking back, we were all idiots, but but it felt very much like that, right? It was very much yeah. this kind of uh, this kind of cult underground feel. That's awesome. Meanwhile, Julian Assange, when he first discovered the web, he he went on a completely different trajectory. To, it wasn't just unlocking payphones. Um, so right. So when when did you discover WordPress? Do you remember the first time you saw the WordPress dashboard? Yeah, it was probably. Um, I don't go way back. It was probably about five years ago. Um, I worked um, for a healthcare and uh, e-records management company for a long time, managing records, you know, healthcare records, um, doing security and things for them. And um, I, I remember I just had a friend who wanted, um, you know, when you're the friend that knows about computers, you know about everything. <laughs> so he wanted um, he wanted some kind of website for I can't even remember what it was for exactly, but. Um, he asked me if I could help him, and so I just started looking around, and saying, "Okay, what's an easy way to build a website?" And I played around with a few different scripts and, and landed on WordPress. And I was like, "Hey, this is something my friend can actually probably, you know, keep up with going forward." And yeah, I, I kind of fell in love. I mean, I've been, you know, hacking on it ever since. So yeah, yeah. and were you uh, were you doing? Before we start talking more about what you're doing today, were you so did you spend a period of time doing client sites, doing client services, and building websites for for clients? Did it start out doing it for friends and friends of family, or did you just go straight into sort of building a business out of it? Yeah, definitely was a hobby thing for a long time, a um, couple of years, and um, yeah, I, I was I was real happy um, with my job, you know, healthcare, things like uh, security and, and all those types of things. Um, there was a lot of job security because it was a huge deal. Um, so I was, you know, I had a new family and everything was great for me that way. So I wasn't really looking for anything new. Um, but the more I kind of, you know, the word of mouth spread and I kind of started helping another friend and another friend, I started to see 
more opportunity kind of, yeah, more opportunity as an entrepreneur and, hey, maybe there's enough to this. You know, I really enjoy it and maybe there's enough to this to take it a little bit more seriously. Was that, so, I mean, this is completely off script here, but I'm really curious, was that, was it a scary moment when you kind of went, well, okay, I'm going to let go of the, the job security at some point and I'm going to go out on my own and build my own startup? Absolutely. Um, you know, especially, especially when there's, you know, kids in the equation. Yeah. I had, I had two kids at the time, I believe. Wow. And, um, so, you, you know, things like health insurance and all those kind of things are really important. And you think, you know, how am I going to transition? But, but I was fortunate because by the time I left, um, you know, by the time I left my, my full-time job, I had almost matched um, what I was doing um, salary-wise and benefits-wise with, with the new, you know, the new work I was doing in WordPress. So it wasn't, it, it still felt uncomfortable, but it, it wasn't just like a, you know, dive uh, headfirst uh, into something I wasn't, you know, totally prepared for. That's awesome. And and so did you, did it just get to a point where it was like, well, I actually don't have time to go to work anymore because I'm this business has taken off. Absolutely. Yep. I was torn between I was torn between the two every single day, and I said, you know, at some point this isn't uh, fair to for, fair to me or to my current employer, and so I had to just say, you know what, I really really enjoy. Uh, working with WordPress and uh, working with clients, and so this is this is the new path. That's awesome, man. How how long ago was it that you actually let go of full time work? A year and a half ago. Wow. It was, well, it was May. It was May of 2013. So right. Yeah. Have there been any moments in the last sort of 18 months where you've thought, gee, it'd just be a lot easier to have a job? <laughs> yeah, pretty much every day. Um, <laughs> but but adding the note of I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It would definitely be easier every single, you know, uh, the nine to five thing is definitely, uh, I don't blame people who, who choose it yeah. for one second. Uh, but I, you know, personally, I've been, I've been really fortunate and really blessed with how, how well, you know, WP Sidecare has done and um, the awesome team I have around me. And so there's, there's definitely days where I, you know, I think a, a morning commute and, Coming home and watching TV doesn't sound too bad at all, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't trade it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny kind of dichotomy, isn't it? I feel exactly the same. Like I've said to my wife so many times, you know, I'm sure it'd just be a lot easier if I went and got a job. And she reminds me, yeah, but like eventually you'd end up really miserable. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What do you describe? How do you describe what you do in one sentence when you meet people for the first time now and they say, you know, you've got your own business? How do you sort of wrap that up in an elevator pitch, so to speak? More or less, what we do is take the headache out of managing any type of, you know, managing WordPress um, or, you know, even at the server level. We, um, we help people grow their businesses by taking the technical uh, mystery out of it. I'm just looking at your website now. It says, we do everything we can to make technology an asset, not a barrier. Yep. That's, yeah. that's a pretty, hey, we've done a pretty good job with that. That's a, <laughs> that's a little more succinct and, and a lot more uh, polished than and what I came That's with. on the about page. And then on the home page, it just says, take the stress out of WordPress. Do you, do you split test headlines at all? We have, yeah. We have quite a bit. Right. And so, because um, it's an interesting thing, this whole kind of WordPress uh, care or maintenance industries kind of grown up really quickly. There's a whole bunch of you guys doing a similar thing. And I, what I find really interesting is WordPress is this, it is a, a relatively easy to use content management system when you put it up against, you know, its competitors. But people still find, I used to do some IT training back in the day. I used to go in and teach clients how to use QuickBooks software to do their books. And then at the end of the training session, they would try and hire me to just come in and do their books for them right. once a week and pay me as a consultant. And I'm like, so even though I've shown you how to do this, you still don't have the time or the inclination to do it, and you still want to pay me a premium to do it for you. Absolutely. So how did, how did you, when you launched WP Sitecare, were you kind of conscious of what, you know, what Shane was doing at Maintain and what, what um, you know, Dan's doing at WP Curve? Did you kind of care about what else other people were doing, or did you just think, look, there's a market here, there's a need, I'm going to build something? Yeah, so I think WP Sitecare officially launched before 
both of those if I'm if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. So, but but for for a long time it was just me, right? Um, and I kind of as I was helping people, kind of the way it all came about was as I was helping people build websites, I would consistently have them coming back over and over and over again for can you, you know, can you make this change? I updated something and it broke. Um, <laughs> And, and that's kind of where, you know, I had the aha moment of this is a business. Um, you know, I, I don't have to, if I set them up on some kind of, you know, some kind of monthly retainer, um, depending on what their needs are, then I can have a little bit more predictability going forward. I don't have to always have, you know, I don't have to always be working on sales 24-7. So back then it was just, it was just me and then last August, um, we brought on our first person, and now, and now our team of six. So um, I wasn't totally where I, I really didn't. To be totally honest, I didn't know a lot about what the competition was or what it was doing. Um, but there was a lot of us kind of coming up right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, starting to to get as we kind of grew our own uh, space in, in WordPress. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, a little bit later on. But before we get there, what do you actually spend most of your time doing day to day? Now that you're growing this team, you've got six people, you've just said, are you still on the tools all day, every day? Or are you doing more kind of team management and leadership stuff? Communication more than anything. Um, a, a lot of it, um, you know, a lot of, is, of it is with teams. A lot of it uh, is with our team. A lot of it is with clients who you know maybe need a little bit more hand holding or not necessarily hand holding but they weren't particular ha- to particularly happy with how something went you know try and make uh, make that a better experience and then out in front as well you know leads that come in having phone calls conversations with them um, figuring out how we can best help them and work together so that's probably really how the, you'll definitely have days where you find me uh, answering support tickets or you know fixing sites, uh, but the majority of my time is spent kind of communicating and getting everybody on the same page. Just out of curiosity, what do you use to communicate? Because you guys are a remote team, right? You're kind of scattered all over the place. What do you use to communicate with each other? Uh, we use Slack oh, yeah. uh, for for our communication. Then we have a whole bunch of um, you know a whole bunch of third party services tied yep. into Slack. So yeah. Um, Slack's really yeah, Slack's really neat, isn't it? Works out really well. We used HipChat for a long time, and you know all these people were raving about Slack. And I'm I'm not the first to jump on the technology <laughs> wagon. I, I'm I'm kind of the curmudgeon that way. I like things the way they are. And uh, but I I decided to download it one day and was playing with some things. I said, you know what, this actually could improve communication. Yeah. So do you have like do you have I'm curious, I mean, this isn't a Slack consulting session, but I'm curious, do you have like, do you have lots and lots and lots of channels about very specific things? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, especially since we have, um, we do a lot of um, white label uh, site management for agencies. Uh-huh. Each agency has their own, um, their own channel where gotcha. communication happens, you know, Help Scout ties into that. Uh, so, so yeah, there, there's quite a few there. And then even even among our own team, you know, talking about specific projects and mm. um, you know it ties into Basecamp as well. So talking about internal projects and um, mm. there we we have quite a few channels for that. Awesome. Uh, what's the one thing that keeps you awake at night apart from the three kids? <laughs> yeah, apart. Yeah, mostly just them. Uh, <laughs> you know, I guess the thing I think about uh, the thing that keeps me awake more than anything. Um, I mean, first it's my kids probably. And then second, it's probably, um, you know, knowing I'm responsible for a team of people now. Mm. And then even beyond that is kind of what's next. I, I, I have this, I have this brain that just doesn't stop thinking about how are things going to progress and, and not, not just like what's the next thing we're going to roll out, but kind of more big picture about how is, how is WordPress going to evolve? Is mm-hmm. it going to become overly saturated? You know, because uh, we see companies like us pop up every single day, literally every single day, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of, you know, thinking about how are we going to continue to 
differentiate ourselves. I guess mm. it's something I think about a lot. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're the lone ranger there. Somehow, I think there's a lot of us in this space thinking uh, very similar things. Um, what do you do when you're not working? <laughs> Which is a bit of a silly question because you just told me off camera that you got three kids and you're working 16 hours a day. So you're probably just sleeping when you're not working, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I play golf. Ah. I love to play golf, uh, nice. and it's it's a bigger chunk of time. So you know, I maybe only get out uh, once a week now, but it's it's great for me to totally focus on something completely yeah. <clears throat> outside of work and just go enjoy the outdoors and and get my mind completely outside of what I do every single day so yeah do you find it's you know sport or some kind of physical activity is really common with entrepreneurs I've got a buddy of mine here who's actually my my speaking coach he does he's just taken up archery right and because he's the same he, he, can't, he can't switch his brain off but he's like you know, when, you, when you're pulling the arrow back and you're aiming it at the target, he said, you are not thinking about work. You are not thinking about customers. You're not thinking about revenue or staff. You are thinking about putting that arrow in the, in the bullseye. Uh, I've, taken up, I've taken up juggling for the, the same thing, juggling, and I love ping pong because when, you fo- when you're playing ping pong, you, I mean, I'm not that good at it, but when you're focusing on that little white ball, you're just 100% focused on that and everything else is just out of your mind. Absolutely, yeah. If you if you start thinking about clients while you're on the golf course, it's going to be a pretty miserable day. So <laughs> if you uh, if you want to enjoy yourself and you know enjoy the time, a little bit of time you do have away from work, yeah, I I'm totally focused on something completely completely yeah. different. Yeah. Um, this is kind of similar to the question about what keeps you up at night. But if you could wave a magic wand and just fix one thing about the business right now, what would it be? How we communicate with our customers what we do every single day, um, hmm. meaning a lot. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the times, even um, in kind of in the same way, hosting. It's, it's a challenge that the hosting uh, kind of sector deals with too. But um, nobody knows you're there until something's not working right, <laughs> and uh, I kind of want to be able to communicate really well and show clients in a very clear way what it is we do every day and you know how we are working behind the scenes and you know how we're proactively managing threats and um, and those types of things and and so those are the types of things that I want to get really good at you know just really communicating basically the value so that when hiccups do happen it's not so much why have I been paying you for the last three months? Yeah, uh, you know, for this for this one thirty minute, you know, outage. Yeah, uh, which does happen. So that's probably the thing I'd fix. It's kind of I, I liken this this space to like a security guard. I spent years playing in in bands in pubs around town, and there's always a secure whenever there's live music. There's always a security guard, and they have a pretty thankless job because if nothing goes wrong throughout the night, they're just kind of wallpaper. Like nobody really pays any attention to them. They're just there to make sure nothing goes wrong, but you know, no one walks up to them at the end of the night and says, hey, thanks for keeping us all safe, man. You did a really good job, you know. Right. But if something goes wrong, then, you know, oh, there's a security guard here. Everything's cool. He's going to, you know, look after things. So, you know, and it would be weird if the security guard came up to you at the end of the night and said, hey, man, just want to let you know I kept you guys safe tonight. You know, that would be right. a bit strange. So how do you, how do you, how, what, what, what are you thinking in those terms? Like how do you communicate to your, to your customers the value that you're adding without kind of, you know, patting ourselves on the back. Yeah, right. So we have um, we have some really nice reporting. Uh, the Stream plugin, WP Stream, is actually oh, yeah. really nice. We've created some custom reports with that um, that show activity based, you know, on on what our team is doing, and uh, so that's something that has worked really well to kind of guide uh, clients to that place and show them, you know, this is. This is the work that we're performing on your site. You can see we're consistently active. And it's also good, too, because it tracks user behavior on their end as well. And if something does go wrong, we can go straight to those reports and say, oh, this was the last thing that was changed that caused this issue. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is we kind of just want to be able to show, you know, stat, a place we want to get to is to be able to show kind of the overall health of their site at any given time through a client dashboard so be able to show them you know SEO is in good condition because of you know whatever number of factors um, you know the 
all the plugins in your site are up to date, backups are running smoothly, be able to show those things to them, uh, you know, instead of just, instead of, right, patting ourselves on the back, be able to let them go in and see, oh, everything looks good, Um, you know, we must be... We must be doing our job. Show the data. So do you guys have, have you guys written like a custom dashboard for clients to show them that stuff? We're working, we're working on that. That's, right. that's why I would wave the magic wand is because it oh, would yeah. be great if it was done. But yeah, yeah. Like, something we're always working on. Yeah, nice. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit more. Let's dig deeper a little bit into WP Sitecare and also what you're doing at Flagship. Um, so for those that don't know, explain, because I see this as a pretty clear transition that you've You've and it's something that that I've spoken a lot to Brennan Dunn about is productizing the service business. So you've worked out a way that okay, these are the kind of services that we perform every month for these particular clients. How do we, you know, instead of charging them by the hour, how do we productize that? Put them on a monthly retainer, which gives you more secure cash flow, allows you to employ resources to actually fulfill those services, and the thing becomes a product that someone can then buy off the shelf rather than a service billed by the hour. Is that a fair kind of summary of the business model? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the, the one thing that is different is we do provide hourly services for things that come up that don't fit within um, you know, that, that model. But, but yeah, definitely that's the core of what we do. And you're, I know a lot of our members, have, a lot of the WP Elevation members have uh, what, what they call website maintenance plans or website care plans for their clients that they build websites for. But the distinction here is that you don't, you don't necessarily build websites for all of your customers, do you? you? You do take on existing customers with existing websites and you just provide them with site care. Is that, is that correct? Absolutely. In fact, one of our, you know, one of our better, um, one of our really nice referral sources is clients who want to focus on building sites for other people. Yeah. Um, and so they basically, uh, you know, they build the site and they say, you know, it's re- some of them will even write it right into their contract. Uh, when the site's completed, you'll be on a six-month retainer guaranteed with WP SiteCare. If you choose to move on at that point, mm-hmm. you know, that's your choice. But um, this is what we require to make sure that the, the transition is smooth. And so, so, yeah, I mean, there are agencies that don't even want to, you know, mess with maintenance at all, mm. uh, and and that's been that's been a nice kind of referral source for us. Um, and so, do you, tell me about the white label. Um, so you have a white label solution for agencies, is that right? That's correct. How does that work? Because uh, I know some of the other guys have kind of struggled with this. I know, I like, I know Dan at WP Curve. They were going to have a white label solution, but now they've they've can't they canned it pretty early on because they just couldn't make it work. So how have you managed to make that that business model work? I have no. I, I don't think we've done anything, you know, magical or, or special. Uh, basically, you know, it's the same support team that works on every other site. You know, even our direct to consumer clients, uh, and we essentially provide the exact same service. There is the one of the challenges I know is that there's a communication gap between um, sometimes between us and the agency or, or uh, the people who are. Um, you know, hand, handing off these clients because the people emailing in with support requests, you know, as far as they're concerned, we are 100% part of this agency. So they email in and say, we want to talk to so-and-so. And it's like, well, they told us to not bug them ever again. <laughs> but but really, it's about building relationships with those people. We We are actually a little bit particular about white labeling our services it's mm. not as productized as um, you know you might you might think we like to develop a relationship um, with people what we usually recommend agencies do at first is tell clients to come to us direct and go and, and then basically follow up a few minutes later and ask the client how has your experience been so far and if they're sold then then we will, you know, create some kind of white label uh, relationship or partnership. Yeah, because it can get it, it can get murky, can't it? It can get because particularly when you've got like particularly like traditionally agencies have like an account manager that sits between, you know, the studio and the clients, and those account managers, you know, all due respect, God love them, they might not understand technically what's going on in terms of the technology, so it becomes. The communication then there's just like this one added link in the chain that potentially can break, and it does become really it can get a bit awkward, can't it? Yeah, it can, and it's funny too because 
a lot of the people we have approach us about white label pe- about white label work too are people we would never they're interested in the relationship 100% for their own benefit yeah. and not necessarily <laughs> for the benefit of their client right yeah. and, and those are the kind of relationships we really don't want anything to do with so i think the reason it's been successful is because we kind of seek out the right type of uh, we seek out the right the scenario when it works the best it's not just kind of you know, open, sign up, it's all white label type of scenario. It's funny, the whole white label thing fascinates me. I mean, we, you know, we have a product, called, a free plugin called White Label CMS, which has done really well for us. It's been a huge lead generator for our video user manuals plugin. It's kind of the, like the main thing that generates customers for us. And the white label, and of course, our video user manuals plugin is kind of white labeled and rebrandable. But the whole, I've blogged about this a bit and made some videos about the white labeling thing. I think inherently what it means is that. The person who wants a white label solution is a little bit insecure about the relationship they have with their clients. So they kind of, and I know that's exactly how I felt when I first started out. I tried to pretend it wasn't WordPress and I tried to pretend that I'd built this thing. And, you know, I soon learned that that's not a sustainable narrative to continue. You're better off just to be transparent about what it is you're good at and the people that you surround yourself with who are really good at what they do. And so part of that is we, we build an awesome team to deliver the client a great service right yeah um thanks for agreeing (laughs) (laughs) um you know in fact in fact the biggest request we get for video user manuals is to take wordpress branding off the videos which you know is just impossible to do that because it's mentioned right throughout the dashboard so many times so it's the whole white labeling thing is a really interesting interesting mindset um now, as a result of running WP Sitecare, you've had your hands on thousands of support tickets and worked on, I don't know how many websites, but a lot. And one of the things you've realized is that is that there is a need for better themes in the marketplace, right? Yeah, we've, we've really felt that, uh, you know, we've, we've just seen similar requests come through over and over and over again for... I want to I want to be able to do this with my theme or how come my theme breaks every time I update X plugin or and, and you know we dig it in the code and we can see right away this is what the issue is and so we've kind of just been logging and tracking over the last almost two years uh, really what are the common issues what are the things that really become roadblocks for people um, it's funny, you know, you see a theme demo and it has beautiful photography and, uh, you know, everything works flawlessly and, and the content is, you know, designed perfectly for the theme uh, and people install it on their site and everything looks like garbage and then they come to us, they go to support and they say, hey, how come this doesn't, they go to support wherever they bought it and they say, hey, how come this doesn't look like, you know, what you're showing me here and they said, oh, well, you have to arrange your content to match this layout and all these different things and it's confusing for people so then they come to us and they say hey I just spent you know I just spent $55 at Theme Forest for this theme and I want it to look like what they're showing me there mm-hmm. and we say okay well we can do that and it's going to cost $250 yeah. to set that up <laughs> and then they go wait what that 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 doesn't make any sense and yeah. so but we saw these these same recurring problems happening over and over again. And so I just really felt like we could build, you know, we could build themes in, you know, according to WordPress standards and and not just that, but in a way that's going to be approachable for users and they will be able to, you know, get what they're, what they think they're paying for. And, and it's a sister company to, to WP Sitecare. So the same level of support that you would get through WP Sitecare, you're going to get through flagship themes. We're not going to, uh, the thing I keep saying is the, the relationship doesn't end at the purchase. That's where it starts. Mm. So people are going to be able to, you know, we'd need to get things set up the proper way and whatever. They're going to be able to work one-on-one with people on our team to, you know, get things really, Get, get a website, get an actual solution instead of getting a bundle of code. So it's called Flagship Themes. We're going to talk about that a little uh, in a little moment because you're having this crazy giveaway, which by the time this interview goes live will be done and dusted and the theme company will have launched. But first of all, what are some of, the, what are some of those really common requests that people have with themes that you've decided, hey, we can solve these problems? Yeah, so there are a few of them, but it's funny. Um, 
before I, before I get into the actual details of what a few of those things are, it's uh, you know you see a lot of blog posts written by you know WordPress purists about keeping uh, keeping plugins and mm-hmm. uh, themes separated and, and all those types of things and uh, you know you shouldn't have functionality in themes and part of the reason we are going to be charging a premium and part of that reason is we've followed those standards and we'll be providing plugins that you know our own team has built plugins that basically uh, add the exact functionality that the theme needs to operate properly so uh, uploading a logo sounds silly but it's something that seems to be missing for you know something that seems to be missing for a lot of um, users Um, you know I don't feel like colors have really been uh, uh, color palettes or something that have really been addressed very very well and that sounds kind of silly but um, giving people kind of a blank slate as far as color goes is probably not a great idea because it's <laughs> probably not going to look good. So we've um, we're introducing uh, predefined color palettes, and they're not just like changing a highlight color. It's changing all of the colors throughout the theme, so you end up with you know several unique designs that could match whatever the the branding or look of your business are. Uh, widget functionality is another thing. Um, you know, a text widget doesn't do a lot for a user, so we've included plugins that add widgets that will let you feature uh, content. Um, we have a theme coming out called Gridstagram that will that has an accompanying plugin that will pull in all your photos from Instagram, display them beautifully on your theme. But then, in the through the customizer, you have the ability to kind of uh, choose number of columns and uh, just really make it look nice um, without having to hire a developer. But we've really separated the, the theme piece, the display piece from the functionality piece, and we provide all of it uh, through, through one purchase. Right, so you, get, so you buy the theme, but you also get some plugins with that theme that you can install rather than the plugins being baked into the theme. Right, which of course, and, and those have... those plugins actually, um, we are going to be releasing on the repository, so they will be free for anybody to use. Uh-huh. Uh, but they will be built and maintained by our team, so we have you know that granular <clears throat> control that's going to be necessary for really making you know really making the themes awesome. Mm, I like it. And for those that don't know, for the uninitiated, the reason it's important to separate functionality from design is because if you want to change themes, and we've all been burnt uh, by doing this in the past, if you want to change the look of your website, you want to change themes in 12 months' time, if your functionality or those plugins are kind of baked into the theme and you change the theme, then your site's not only going to look different, but it's actually just not going to function or work the way that you expect it to. Right. You get left with... Uh, 60 pages of short codes instead of <laughs> instead of anything that looks half decent. Yeah, yeah. I, it's only a matter of time before you know um, short code, you know WordPress short code starts becoming a really popular keyword in Google because there's, you know all these short codes are going to be indexed. Like you know VC underscore bakery is going to be popping up a lot in uh, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Um, just quickly, let's talk about the drag and drop thing. Is that is is, is drag and drop page building a big request that you've seen on support tickets over the over the last eighteen months? Uh, it's not something that's necessarily well. So, a, a plugin like you know Visual Composer is something we have a lot of support requests for for a lot of different reasons. But you know, it it breaks a lot of sites and. Um, you know the drag and drop thing isn't something that necessarily has been requested all that much. They, people aren't necessarily seeking. I, I don't feel like people are necessarily seeking that as a solution, but it's clearly being provided as a solution. Um, there are some, you know, there are some nice page builders out there. Uh, the first one that comes to mind, well, there's two. Conductor plugin um, from from Matt Medeiros and his team, Silicon Studio. They've done a nice job with that. That works with every theme and it's kind of separate they separate that functionality out so mm. so that's nice and then make from um, the theme foundry is another example mm. of um, you know they've done a nice job with the way they've kind of used the customizer and, and built-in page layouts but but yeah I don't know if I don't know if drag and drop is the right you know UX solution as far as being able to you know navigate building pages but there are some nice 
you know, layout choosers and, and that kind of thing that, that are out on the market that have done things really nicely. Mm. I, uh, I've, t- I've played with Make for about seven and a half minutes one afternoon and I need to play with it more because I've heard really good things about it and I haven't played with Conductor yet. So Matt Medeiros, I'm coming to get you to get a copy of Conductor to uh, play with that because I've heard good things about that as well. And of course it comes from uh, my good buddy Matt at the Matt Report, so it's got to be quality. Um, okay, so... Let's talk about pricing because you've taken this very bold decision. Well, maybe it's not so bold. Maybe it's just smart. But you've taken this decision with your theme company. You're not going to be competing with, you know, the $50, $55 themes on Theme Forest, are you? What's what's the strategy there? Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, A race, we did not want to be involved um, in a race to the bottom in any way. Uh, We... In fact, we're kind of going against the entire theme club model, um, and it's probably not going to be popular with some people. But I think once they see, you know, really what we're delivering and the 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 hand holding after the purchase and and all that kind of, you know, and the actual quality of the product we bring, it's not going to seem like such a you know such a shocking thing. But yeah, our, our themes are going to be priced at one hundred ninety nine dollars each, with uh, with a ninety nine dollar uh, support and update uh, renewal after a year that will just continue indefinitely until people don't need that anymore. Uh, Which, you know, as far as theme prices are concerned, is definitely, probably definitely high for what the market uh, is showing right now. But we feel like we're, you know, delivering quality. and, And it's another thing that we're really steering away from and we'll probably, yeah, I can say we're not going to do is any kind of bundling. So you purchase one theme because that theme was designed for a very specific purpose. It's not just a reskin of, you know, a core framework. It's that theme was built with one, you know, very specific thing in mind, and so every theme purchase is going to be uh, separate as well. So it's we're not going to have the this weekend only $99 for all of our 20 themes or whatever. That's that's not something we're going to be doing either. So did you, the pricing, <clears throat> we spoke about this off camera, the pricing, is is the pricing a deliberate differentiator or is it, like have you gone that pricing just to say, well we are by default because we are more expensive than we are better than everyone else on the market or have you just said, hey, this is actually the value in a theme, I don't know what everyone else is doing but you know, they're a bunch of idiots because they're undercharging but we're actually going to charge a fair price for the value that we're delivering. I feel like it's column B. Um, I feel like we, uh, I, I know how much time and, and effort has been put into building these and, and also the support infrastructure, um, mm. growing documentation. I mean, that's one advan- That's one competitive advantage we have kind of going in is we have a support team in place already. We know how to scale support to some degree. And so we're not going to have, um, you know, we're not going to have, um, feel totally overwhelmed by, uh, a wave of purchases if that happens hopefully it does uh, but but so we have that in place as well but really it's more we've seen what's gone into building this it's something we've been working on for six months and we feel like yeah we're what we're we're providing a, a new website for people not just a skin for whatever they have now and two hundred dollars for a new website is pretty phenomenal value <clears throat> and do you do you feel like like have you <clears throat> i've spoken to many many people who want to get into the theme business over the last couple of years you know consultants and plug-in developers and everyone sort of seems to be seeing that wordpress themes is the is the kind of the gravy train uh do you are you nervous about pricing yourself at 199 dollars? are you nervous that everyone's going to come in and say well this is great but i can get whatever i want at theme for us for 55 bucks why would i spend 199 dollars on your stuff those well, and this is going to sound pretty blunt, but those probably aren't the customers we're looking for. Yeah, uh, we we are totally fine and very co- comfortable with where we're pricing things, uh, just because we've addressed things that, uh, for example, our, our Compass Starter theme could be turned into a government website tomorrow uh, because of all of the detail, the attention to detail we've put into fully translatable right to left styles. Um, I mean, I can go through the the feature list. That's not really all that important, but it's something that could be purchased by somebody in that sector and used without a lot of, without a lot of additional work. So, um, 
so yeah, we're we're totally comfortable with where where we're at. Awesome. I, I love your I love your strength and your convictions that you know you, you know that it's not going to be right for everyone and that's okay. But who it is right for, it's going to be a perfect fit and they're going to get massive value and that's it's priced to attract the right customers and maybe repel the wrong customers, which I think is a very smart marketing and pricing strategy. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, we should probably do our elevation round. For those that don't know, WP Elevation is a business accelerator program for WordPress consultants. So if you want to take your WordPress business to the next level, get over to WPElevation.com and check out the fun and come join the circus. Um, so in this lightning round, I'm going to ask Ryan a series of quick questions about consulting and freelancing. Uh, and Ryan's going to give us some quick answers off the top of his head. Sound good? Let's do it. All right, man. Uh, what is the number one thing any consultant or freelancer needs to know? Their ability. Hey, that's good. That's really good, actually. That uh, I had an email from someone this morning asking me about a particular business model they were thinking about, and my answer to them was, always play to your strengths. You know, I mean, why would you make life difficult for yourself? Absolutely. <laughs> Always play Absolutely. to your strengths. Uh, what's the best thing you've ever done to find new customers? Uh, the best thing we've ever done is provided great service. And as cheesy as that sounds, uh, word of mouth is definitely uh, our, the place where we get the most business. Yep. Uh, how do you stop? <laughs> this is a great question for you. How do you stop competing on price? Raise your prices. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm going to buy you a beer if I run into you at a word camp just for that answer. Um, any tips on writing better proposals? Um, you know, again, I think it really comes down to playing to your strengths. Uh, prove to – show people work uh, – show people work that you've done um, about something very specific. Uh you know, find find the thing that you're really good at and really sell on that on that point. So as far as writing a better proposal, you know, if if uh, shopping carts are really where you excel, show people. You know what? I'm not a great designer, but we can we can outsource design somewhere else. But as far as the the checkout process goes and, and increasing your sales, that's the thing I can really bring to the table and sell that. Yeah, awesome advice. <clears throat> Don't try and be everything to everyone all the time. Um, what's your? I think you might. I already know the answer to this question. What's your favorite tool or system for CRM? Um, have I said it already? We, uh, I mean, we use uh, for CRM. We use uh, Basecamp. Well, Highrise, you know, uh, uh, Highrise, uh, which is. I don't even know if they sell it anymore, to be honest. But yeah, they the, do. They just they just rebranded. Actually, they've just kind of separated it from Thirty Seven Signals. They've got a new, actually, got a, a new CEO that's just started at High Rise, and they're oh okay, yeah, they're kind of focusing now on High Rise as a completely separate product from Basecamp. Yeah, so we just use that tied to Basecamp. Awesome, and you use Help Scout too for support, right? <clears throat> yeah, Help Scout, and those those are tied together as well. So. Um, yeah, we get a lot of we gather a lot of customer data, and you know they have such a such a clean API. They connect really nicely, bring a lot of customer information into our dashboards, so that we know a lot about the customer right when they email us the first time. It's nice. Nice. What's the best way to keep a project and a client on track? Uh, communicate frequently. Yeah. <laughs> as as much as you can. Over communicate. You know, make the client feel like. Man, why are they why are they breathing down our neck? Uh, just just so they know that you know you are their project is important to you and you want to see it keep moving forward. It, uh, and I've learned this the hard way lots of different times. But as you let communication slow down, bad things just start to happen. I don't I don't know exactly why, but yep. yeah, just stay on top of talking to people. I couldn't agree more. We have a failure metric in our business that if a client ever contacts us to find out how a project's going, then we've failed. Um, and it still happens, unfortunately. It happened yesterday. I was working on a client site and I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to send Frank an email later today to, to give him a summary of what I've done. And the phone rings and it's Frank. And I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I got there first, you know? Yeah. Um, so I totally agree. Constant, frequent communication. Any ideas for getting referrals from existing customers? Yeah, again, uh, and I'm, I'm simple, uh, but just do great work for the customers you do have. Uh, 
it, it kind of happens naturally. I mean, we do little things like we'll send, we'll just on a Friday, we'll send all of our, uh, we'll tweet a bunch of our customers uh, a coffee from Starbucks or something, just as kind of a thank you for being our customer. And, and that kind of social interaction usually gets some attention, um, you know, or we'll get people asking questions at least. But, but beyond that, it's really, uh, you know, it's really just doing a good job for the customers that you do have. Good advice. And the final question in the elevation round, what's the number one thing you can do to differentiate yourself besides put your prices up? <laughs> <laughs> but besides increasing your prices, um, one thing that's really important to me is branding. And, and I hope that's uh, clear through mm. kind of our, our websites and whatnot. But I, we've invested a lot in having um, the right messaging and having um, you know, the right, the right look to things. Uh, that's something that, um, I feel like kind of sets us apart from, um, a few of our competitors. We spend a lot of time just really figuring out who our customer is and talking to them through whatever marketing we do. Mm. I actually was going to mention the WP Sitecare site itself is just freaking beautiful and it's, the typography is great. Everything about it just looks very, you know, inviting and warm and pleasant and gorgeous. So, you know, I can't wait to see what you do with flagship themes because obviously you guys have got a, a great eye for design too. Even the little thing on the homepage about, you know, take charge like a boss and all these little screenshots you've got of what it is you do, everything just looks really gorgeous. So, uh, yeah, congratulations on that. Um, awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for getting us through the elevation round. Um, now, we should announce this competition <clears throat> The one thing I didn't do before we started this interview was ask you what you want to learn from our audience because normally we get our audience to leave a comment under the video and tell us, you know, the number one thing they want to see in, you know, like, an, you know, a new theme from Flagship, for example. So I'll just give you a moment to think about that while I announce the competition. Um, the competition is uh, Ryan is giving away, is launching Flagship themes very soon. In fact, this weekend, right, at WordCamp Tampa, is that right? We're... Uh... We're launching our early access program this weekend. Right, cool. So we're only like a couple of weeks away from, from flagship themes being up and about, yeah? Right. So Ryan is giving away a uh, – they they're having this at the moment, having this incredible giveaway where they're giving away about $800,000 worth of stuff. No, I'm sorry. It's about <laughs> about $4,000 worth of value, including a MacBook Air and a whole bunch of uh, hardware and software to go with it. Um, that'll be done and dusted by the time this goes live. But part of that giveaway is a flagship T-shirt. And that's what Ryan is giving away this week is a flagship T-shirt and a flagship theme uh, when they launch flagship theme of your choice. So that's uh, valued at about 250 bucks. So Ryan, what do you want to learn from our audience? What's the number one thing you'd like to learn from our audience? I, the, the number one thing I would love to learn is what their biggest pain point is with themes. What's the one problem? If they could wave their magic wand, what would they do to fix themes? Beautiful. Okay, so you heard it from Ryan. Uh, underneath this uh, episode, leave a comment and tell us the number one thing you would like to fix with themes in general, if you could wave a magic wand, and I'll get Ryan to swing by in a couple of weeks and go through the comments and award the prize. Sound good? Sounds awesome. Awesome, man. Hey, um, what's the future for WP Sitecare and Flagship? Where do you think this whole thing's going to be in 12 months' time? What we really hope it to, what we really hope we're building, and and you'll we've we've brought on some um, some help with with some design as well. Um, we really hope to become kind of a full solution for uh, for customers. Meaning, um, basically, we can get them up and running with a website, um, and you know keep it taken care of for a long time. So we're we're looking into. Um, partnerships with specific hosts so we can really get um, get the full you know provide the full um, value for a customer and not really still probably not ever really branch out into custom development uh, too much but um, really just getting you know small to medium businesses up and running with a website and making sure it's taken care of have you seen obox instant Yes. Yeah. So something very familiar. Something similar to what those guys are doing. Maybe. <laughs> it's funny you mention this because on the last WP Think Tank, which was a couple of weeks ago, one of the things that Tom Wilmot from Human Made wanted to talk about was these end-to-end -end 
solutions for small to medium business, end-to-end WordPress solutions. So you think like happy tables for the restaurant vertical. Right. Um, and I instantly thought of Obox Instant for, you know, the, the small to medium business that needs hosting, needs WordPress installed, needs a theme, needs some setup, needs some maintenance. That's what they're offering on a, you know, monthly plan, basically. So again, it's productizing everything we do as WordPress consultants and developers and productizing that into solutions that people can understand and see the benefit in and then place an order and buy something off the shelf. So I think right. it's a really interesting space. I think this is going to be I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of activity in this space over the next 12 months and I'm really glad that you're moving into it because you you've kind of got the support down pat. You're working on the themes. It seems like a natural fit to be able to offer something like that. Yeah, we feel like it is and uh we're 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 excited to see what happens. Uh, just to you know, gauge and get initial response. We're we're kind of it's something we're at the point now. We've been working on it for so long and going so many sleepless nights that we're just ready to kind of push it over the cliff um, and and see you know see if it dies or not. But uh, <laughs> we're excited to you know for the future and uh, what we can build on. That's a great analogy. Push it over the cliff and see if it flies or see if it just falls into the ocean. <laughs> right. Oh, that's great. Hey, man, um, thank you so much for spending some time with us on the WP Elevation podcast. I really appreciate it. I know we're all busy people, so I really appreciate the time you've spent. Um, just before we wrap up, what's the number one piece of advice you would give any entrepreneur trying to build their own business? Do it before you have kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's actually a really great tip. Uh, yeah, definitely do that um, before you're married, even if you can handle that. Uh, so, um, you know, other than that, I, I really, like I said, I'm kind of a simple guy. Um, I, I'm all about, you know, the work, you know, uh, don't be afraid to work hard. Uh, there are going to be times, there are going to be times when it's, not easy to move ahead and you're going to get frustrated and um you know those are the times when really the best solution for anything is to bust your ass and you know just really really dig in and, and work as hard as you can so um there's no replacement for hard work that's awesome i think that's going to be the quote of this episode just bust your ass <laughs> <laughs> i'm good with that i love it it's great advice hey uh, where can people reach out and say thanks for the interview ryan uh, Ryan Don Sullivan on Twitter and, you know, WPSiteCare.com. Cool. Hit what's us up your, there anytime. What's your Twitter, Ryan? Ryan Don, D-O-N, uh-huh. my middle name, Sullivan, S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N. Ryan Don Sullivan, cool. Uh, did some other schmuck already have Ryan Sullivan? Yeah, and Ryan, <laughs> and Ryan D, jerks. Uh, <laughs> hey, finally, who would you like me to try and interview and why? Uh, somebody that would be great... Uh, that, that I think would be uh, pretty interesting to interview uh, is Rob New. He's actually my business partner at Flagship, um, oh. but he uh, he has a lot of really interesting stories. He's he's uh, he's had a few ventures not go quite his way over the last couple of years, and has has some really great learning experiences from those. So um, he's got a good story to tell. Cool. Rob New, I'm coming to get you courtesy of your business partner, Ryan. Uh, So keep your eyes on your inbox uh, for an email shortly. We'll get you on the podcast. That's awesome. Hey, man, thanks for spending so much time with us. I really appreciate it. And I wish you all the best for WP Sitecare and uh, flagship WP over the next 12 months. I'm looking forward to keeping in touch and seeing how it rolls out. All right. Sounds great, Troy. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Well, I hope you enjoyed meeting Ryan from from WP Sitecare. I'm going to start that again, Chris. Three, two... One. Well, I hope you enjoyed meeting Ryan Sullivan from WP Sitecare as much as I did. Of course, this episode is brought to you by Video User Manuals. It's the only plugin you will ever need to teach your clients how to use WordPress, SEO by Yoast, and WooCommerce, and you can get it for $1 for your first month. So why are you still watching me? Go to videousermanuals.com and get it now. Um, Of course, subscribe to the podcast and we'll send you an email every Thursday and let you know that a new episode has gone live unless we're at the pub getting drunk and we forget, uh, which is possible. Um, You can subscribe at wpelevation.com slash subscribe and I think you get some free stuff when you subscribe. I'm sure you do. You either get access to a free webinar or you get a free ebook or something. Anyway, you get some goodies just for subscribing to the podcast, which is kind of cool. And everything about this particular episode, all the show notes, the links, everything Ryan and I spoke about, you can find at wpelevation.com slash Ryan Sullivan, R-Y-A-N, S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N. 
or lowercase or one word, no strange hieroglyphics or underscores or hyphens or spaces. Uh, please leave your comments underneath the video and tell us the number one problem you have with using themes. Uh, and Ryan will swing by in a couple of weeks and award that awesome prize of the t-shirt and a flagship theme valued at $250, that prize, uh, to the winner. So make sure you leave a comment underneath the video and enter the draw to win those goodies. Uh, and please get on over to iTunes and give us a review, an honest review, and rate the podcast. If you think we suck, then go and give us a one-star review and tell us why. If you think we're awesome, give us a five-star review and tell us why. And if you think we're mediocre, then give us a three-star review and tell us we're mediocre. Anything will be helpful, feedback, and it helps us come up in the search results so that we can spread the message and uh, share the love with more WordPress consultants. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and everything we're doing here at WP Elevation as much as we are. Until next week, go Elevate.